Hello, and welcome back to Between the Notes, a motif music podcast taking place at the parlor in Providence, Rhode Island. Today, we are sitting down with local artists, the Coeds. We want to thank the parlor for sponsoring, as well as our other sponsors, R1 Entertainment, Bolt Coffee, the Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden, and Dash Bicycle. We'll get started today by enjoying a performance from our guests before we sit down with them to discuss their experiences with the local music scene. So sit back, turn up the volume, and enjoy the show. Thank you. 
at PPAC. He really hates theater. My baby just cares for me. My baby don't care for cars and races, except for the Ford F-150 he just bought. My baby don't care for, he don't care for hot places. Liz Cheney is more his style. And even Julia Roberts' smile is something he can't see. Is something he can't see. I wonder what's wrong with baby. My baby just cares for. My baby climbs stairs far. My baby just cares for. All right. Thank you, Nina Simone. That was fun. It was good for me, too. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. (laughs) That's important. Well, yeah, it is. It's very important because you are my co-ed. We are co-eds. Do you get it? We're co-eds, and they always say two eds are better than one. That's what he says. That, that's, it's true. It's true. And we've uh, enjoyed playing together. And it's fun to kind of have this piano-guitar mix going on. We play well. We do play well. We play well with others. <laughs> Let's work that school metaphor further, shall we? We call our practices study halls. And uh, because in study hall, you can do whatever you want. So at least that was my study hall experience. Yeah. Is that your study hall experience? Chewing gum and throwing spitballs, yeah. We should try that. Yeah. That should be fun. And I guess if we have a bad rehearsal, we can just call it detention. Okay, enough with the metaphor. And we call our, our playing out at places like the Parlor in Providence. Thank you, Parlor. Field trips. No permission slip needed. Right? Yes, Mom. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> enough with our really corny jokes. But we are co-eds. And I was a co-ed at one time. You were a co-ed at one time. Well, yeah, yeah. But you're actually old enough to be my daughter. I mean, I didn't mean to call you mom. I'm sorry. That's okay. Like <laughs> there comes a point in every woman's life where that happens. But I'll call you dad. So let's do another song from the co-ed period, shall we? Sure. Should we do one by our favorite person of all time? The one that brought us together? Oh, Julie. Julie. Yeah, man. Julie London. Yeah. So um, Major Jazz Chanteuse from the 50s and 60s uh, sang uh, on her own, and that's actually how Ed and I met. So we could save this for the interview, but yeah. hey, we're just going to tell it now, right? This, this so song is actually about, she wrote this, no, she didn't write it. I don't know who wrote it, actually. Was it Phil uh, Adair or something like that? I can't remember his name. But the song is actually was written about the largest river in Crimea. Oh, that one. Yeah, that one, right? Yeah. yeah, the Crimea River. The guy who wrote it was actually a guy from her school named Arthur Hamilton. Oh, Arthur Hamilton. Arthur Hamilton. And he wrote it for her, and it's her biggest hit, and it's called Crimea River. Not to be confused with the Justin Timberlake one. No, no, no. This is the the OG Crimea River. But actually, you're playing a different one. You're playing I'm in the Mood for Love. Do you want to do that one instead? No, let's do Crimea. Is this subliminal? (laughs) I don't know. Okay. All right. Yeah, because we have two Julies, so we're going to do the Julie. Here's the first Julie. Okay. Okay, now we're good.
say you're lonely. You cried a long night through. Well, you can cry me a river. Cry me a river. I cried a river.
We love Julie. We love Julie this much. Right. How many people come to this to the parlor and bring a prop? Very few is my guess. But this is how Ed and I met. And we were at a party, right, where there was a lot of music going on. Thank you, Paula. And uh, people just got up and jammed. And somehow we saw each other across a crowded room. And I was sitting at a piano, and you started playing guitar. And I think we saw some people sitting out there. You're sitting to the mic. Uh, oh, yeah. We played a few songs. Um, one was very memorable, that one. Mm -hmm. And there was another Julie tune we did, wasn't it? There uh, was. Mm. Yes. We might be able to do it right now. The one that I almost started doing The one doing that you before, almost started yeah. doing, yeah. <laughs> so she's kind of important, right, to musicians. She's important to us, but she's a great, great singer. So if you haven't checked her out. And uh, Billie Eilish, who just released a new album this week, was talking about how she was inspired by Julie. So, you know, know your history, kids. It's important. <laughs> okay, Shut up, play. This is another one from the first Julia London album called Julia is Her Name, which came out in 1955. And it's famous because it just had a bassist and guitarist on it. So I'm the bassist, you're the guitarist, and I get to sing like Julie. That's a pretty good day. And I think Olive Oil sang this song to Popeye, actually. I believe so. Yes. I believe actually that's exactly okay. right. Yeah. This is basically a 1940s version of a booty <laughs> call. All right. There you go. That's <laughs> poor people. I'm so sorry. Here we go. All right. Let's get serious. We get serious. <laughs> <laughs>
stop to think of whether this little dream might fade. We put our hearts together. There's a cloud above, and it must rain. Well, let it. But for tonight, forget it. I'm in the mood for love. I've always wanted to play this kind of music, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really, really fun. So if this leads to, like, you know, Julie London uh, Discord, Julie London Instagram, I have no problem with that. I have no problem with that. So. Okay, so what else do we what got? What else do we got? I think we should maybe move it along a little bit. We've got yeah. um, one of your originals. Well, we could do that. We could do that? You want to do that? Are you um, in the mood for that? Mm, I mean, we just mm, were in the mood for mm. love. Are you in the uh, mood for, for food? What else do we got here? I don't know. Or we can do uh, the other, the Sandy one. Oh, yeah. Why don't we do that? That's okay. Cool. Yes, he's keeping the mood. He's keeping it mellow. Yeah. So uh, we do like those songs from the 50s uh, very much. And we think that there's they, they do well. They've stood up to the test of time. Uh, but this one was kind of an unusual choice for us. So this is originally by a four-part girl group called the Cordettes. So maybe two people watching have heard of the Cordettes. <laughs> Anybody heard of the Cordettes? <laughs> what are they famous for? Uh, this song. So, but they were. They were just a wonderful girl vocal group, and they're famous for Mr. Sandman. So, but we're going to do it a little bit differently. So, make sure I got this in the right place. Yeah, number two. All right. Sandman, bring me a dream. 
nobody to call my own. Please turn on your magic beam, Mr. Sandman. One more. Let's do uh, either yours or we'll do walking. Well, let's do walking. Walking. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Brad, this is uh, a Patsy Cline hit that a lot of jazz people do as well, and we just love it. So, walking after midnight. You start? <laughs> you count it off. There are two of us. We can both count. A one, a two. <laughs> A one, two, three, four. From my aisles along the highway Well, that's just my way of saying I love you, I'm always walking After midnight searching for you I stopped to see a weeping willow Crying on his pillow Maybe he's crying for me And as the skies turn gloomy Night when whispers to me, I'm lonesome as I can be. I go out walking after midnight, out in the starlight, just hoping you may be somewhere a walking after midnight, search for me. midnight searching for 
thank you so much for having us. So, you, uh, you dropped your origin story on us during the performance. <laughs> but how long ago was that? And how long have you guys been, been playing together? Well, that was, was that party? May 29th, 2021. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. It was okay. May? Yeah, it, was it was May. May. You remember that? Wow. It was a lusty month in May, yes. It was uh, at our friend Paula's barn party, where mm-hmm. she routinely has a lot of musicians come over and jam. And she just puts out instruments like other people put out Fisher Price toys, and they sit there and play. <laughs> and that's how we met. Cool. Mm-hmm. So, wow, that's, that's only a couple months. But, of course, you both have musical histories that go back a little further than that. Yes, Ed, what is your musical history? You have 30 well, seconds, go. I definitely have <laughs> musical history. You know, it's, sometimes it's, uh, some of that part of it is baggage, but, you know, the other part is history, you know. Uh-huh. No, I, um, I was weaned on soul music, you know, the classic soul stuff like James Brown, Wilson, Wilson Pickett, Sam and Dave, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And when I was very young, when I was just out of high school, I worked at Combat Zone in Boston, the North Shore, you know, pretty seedy bars and everything. Yep. So I cut my teeth in the, uh, you know, in the most seedy bars that we could find. You know, it was okay. beautiful. Did you you learn to use an axe as an axe and as an axe? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there should be an app for that. You know, seedy bar app. Seedy bar. Wouldn't that be great? Hmm. That'd be great. This would not show up on it. No. No. I, I'm, but I'm Ed, not sure that would be an interesting <laughs> app. Yeah. But Ed, tell them. Ed is a well, member last, of. Yeah, the last yeah. Uh, thir- three decades. Uh, I've been playing with a 10-piece band, mm-hmm. uh, which I stepped out of at the beginning of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was no better time to do it. Uh, the fellas uh, didn't have any gigs coming up in the near future and gave them plenty of time to uh, readapt mm-hmm. to not having me there. Yeah. It's a sad thing, you know. <laughs> you, um, you show up on a, a wall in, in near the Met in Pawtucket as well. Oh, did Dan, Dan Gosh do a portrait of me or something? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that might be next, but um, no, you, you're in the Music Hall oh, of yeah. Fame how many times? Uh, I'm a two-timer. Uh-huh. Uh, I got in there uh, the first time with Steve Smith and the Nakeds. Mm-hmm. And the second time uh, was with uh, a band that I played with in the 70s called The Young Adults. Uh-huh. Some people may remember them. Local legend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't have an audience. So just <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I know. But if they were here, but they'd be raise going, Raise your hands oh, if you've heard yeah. of the young adults. The sound of one hand clapping out there. Yeah. I thought nobody listened to that. <laughs> right. Excellent. Uh, so that's pretty much it for the last uh, three or four decades. Yeah. And uh, Eden, mm-hmm. tell us a little about, about your musical history or heritage. Or I actually trained as an opera singer. Oh, and okay. Yeah. So I thought I was going to be an opera singer. Uh, but I played piano. So every time I couldn't sing opera, I would end up playing piano for people. Okay. And uh, then at some point, I went to the dark side and started belting because my favorite singer is actually Linda Ronstadt, okay. who could do it all. So when it's not Julie London, it's you Linda Ronstadt. Than, okay. wow. Yeah, more than one. So. Did you bring a portrait of Linda Ronstadt? I didn't. I didn't. She's in my heart engraved already. <laughs> so, uh, and then I moved to Rhode Island in 2010 mm-hmm. and did opera, did musical theater. 
and motif and uh, probably yeah. knows me better as a theater person. Yeah. So oh, I, I do. Yes. And that's yeah. right. You know me better as a theater person, but I've also always done music. So uh, when this opportunity came up, that's just been great. So I, I live in Wakefield and I'm a voice coach and a producer and songwriter with my clients. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of a, a fun project to do with Ed where I get to practice what I teach. And you teach at, I noticed, numerous institutions. I did. I taught in in Newport. I taught um, up in Providence at the Rhode Island Philharmonic for a while. Uh, But now I'm a completely free agent at EdenCastile.com. You teach voice at the Philharmonic? I did. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I was I, early on. Yeah, that was a job, and I was living in uh, you know southern part of the state. So nobody told me how far apart everything was. So, and then when I said, "Well, you know, I'm living down close to Westerly, and, the, and I have to go all the way up to Providence," everybody felt so bad for me. Uh-huh. Oh, that's so far. You have to go past the towers. Oh, you poor thing. And so now I feel like a real Rhode Islander. I can <laughs> I can refer to everything in relation to the towers. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. So have you become a real Rhode Islander and that, that feels far? Or it, is it... On four wheels, I'm a Rhode Islander. Okay. Uh, I'm still an Ohioan, oh, yeah, in my heart. And, okay. uh, but, but people are really wonderful here, and it's been a great time being here. <laughs> cool. How does, how does a, a musical theater perspective inf- affect your music, like your performances when you, when you go out and perform? Do you think that makes a difference, that you're coming from that background? Uh, I think so. I mean, I, you, I'm kind of a weird person to perform with, right, Ed? Well, you're, you're a people person. I'm so. a people person. So I think you get more of those performing skills, and you can recover from mistakes maybe a little better than your average musician. Okay. Um, but when I'm up here, I have to be able to play, and that's actually really fun to get to do that, to have to play, and to share that side of myself. Every time I'm on stage, I'm trying to show people I can play piano. I've been doing for for the past several years. And finally, I think I realized, just play piano then and and play with people. So the last show I did before the pandemic was at the GAM, and I did Assassins, and Mm -hmm. I played the proprietor. And we got in, I think, eight shows before we had to close. And I played um, accordion in that. And a lot of us played musical instruments. And prior to that, I played Mama Rose and Gypsy at the Contemporary Theater Company. But Mama Rose played piano. An accordion. Uh-huh. So for a while now, I've been looking for those kind of um, actor, musician type roles. things. Yeah, yeah, those hybrid type things. And still am, by the way. <laughs> but this is really fun, too. I have n- rarely been in bands. Um, I, like, a little bit in high school, like a little bit here and there, but never a consistent kind of band experience. And so Ed has been so nice to take me on. And he has so much experience being in bands. And <laughs> I really like the way you sing and play piano, by the way. And... Um, your voice, you know, just really does it. It's like the icing on the cake. And we have such diverse backgrounds, you know. Mm-hmm. We're so different in, in the, you know, where we're coming from. And I think that's what really makes this uh, magic happen. Do you rehearse your banter as well, or is that just coming naturally? <laughs> it comes naturally. We don't rehearse the banter at all. Punchline. No, we, we just talk. We just yeah. talk. And that's one of the things I think we love about each other is that we can just quip like that. He loves a really bad pun. I love a really bad pun. That's why the band mm-hmm. is called the Co-Eds, for crying out loud. Uh, <clears throat> I got called Ed as a high schooler. Okay. So, And oh. I keep on looking to, for us to buy varsity jackets that have Co-Ed on co-eds. them. Yeah. So Our tagline is two Eds are better than one. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 You got to use your Ed. So, okay. <laughs> 
How long can you keep going? How long is the podcast, right? All right. I'm going to try to get it out of this. The really cool um, thing about Ed, too, is that in rehearsal, he will just sit there and say, hey, do you know this? And he starts playing a couple of chords, and it's like this giant game of Name That Tune. Uh-huh. I love that, that he'll do that with me. And half the time, I don't know it. But then I'll just have to hunt and peck and try to figure out the song. I know the feeling, you know, because, yeah. you know, you have this great musical background, and it's all stuff that I've wanted to learn and wanted to play. Um, and I'm just, you know, uh, breaking the iceberg, you know. It's, mm-hmm. you know so we it's, are a mutual admiration yeah. society. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I, was, I was trying to figure out who the straight person was, but, I mean, the, you know. <laughs> You're, neither one of you is. <laughs> we're, we're fairly well, crooked. Straight, that's for sure. Yeah, tequila's helping. So, no, no, I mean, and there's room for two, right? Yeah. So if you've got Laurel and Hardy, if uh-huh. they played, or, I don't know, Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis, I get to be Dean. You can be Jerry. I can be Jerry. You can be Jerry. Lady! Yeah, man. Okay. Right. Yeah. Or, or uh, Burns and Allen. I get to be Gracie. Huh? That's not bad. Say goodnight. How you doing? Okay. Yeah, yeah, fine. I'm fine, George. I'm fine. It's a beautiful so, thing. We do this. That's my pipe. Re- rehearsals run long because we often <laughs> lapse into other characters. Uh-huh. Yeah. You live stream your rehearsals, right? We do. We live stream our rehearsals on our Facebook channel, which is the co-eds, mm-hmm. um, for a bunch of reasons. We call them study halls. We call them study halls. <laughs> right. Working the theme. Uh, but it holds us accountable. And because this isn't our first time at the rodeo, we we just this is the first time in our rodeo together. But we've right. done this a lot. We've been so in other rodeos. We've been in other rodeos, so we're comfortable. Yeah, <laughs> we are comfortable with performing in front of people and making mistakes. Mm-hmm. So I think it's also important to kind of show that process a little bit how a set list gets made, how you recover from mistakes, and yeah. we th- I think that keeps it really real um, in a world where you're asked to create you know sixty second soundbite all the time. Mm-hmm. We think it's really nice to get to live stream and talk and talk with the people who are watching us. Mm-hmm. So it, it's nice to know that people like what we do because yeah. otherwise we have to wait for venues to open up to know if anybody likes it. Right. So, But on live streaming, we can share what we're working on, take requests, and get better all in front of the people who will eventually, hopefully, come and see us live. It's an imperfect world yeah. that we live in. Right. You know, The important thing is that we continue to strive and experience those moments of perfection and that they happen a little more frequently over time and with longer duration. Mm-hmm. Uh, my <laughs> wife used to work for Pfizer over there, you know what I'm saying? Okay. But, uh, yeah. No, I'm, well, I'm yeah. only kidding. That's, that's a bad joke. <laughs> bad joke. I was more thinking of how long you held a note earlier that was <laughs> some, yeah. quite some duration there. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Lung capacity is a thing. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And you also have your own podcast. Are you... Are has Ed been a guest on? He hasn't. He's going to yeah, be on yeah, in September. So, yeah. yeah. It's, it's actually a live-streamed variety show. It's called mm-hmm. The Eden Show because why not? And, and at my age, it's important to have a steady stream. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that, <laughs> that audible sure. that I said, oh, God? <laughs> yeah, it probably was. That's okay. I, I'll laugh. Ha, ha. No, he says that all the time. I'll, I'll, get, I'll get you back, I promise. <laughs> So, yes, um, in January of this year, I started a live stream mm-hmm. and at the Eden Show. I had done it, actually, in a couple of restaurants in Providence uh, pre-pandemic mm-hmm. and trying to recreate kind of an old-time variety show similar to, like, um, when Hugh Hefner would do the Playboy Club variety show where he'd have people come and sing in the living room and okay. it would be broadcast live. That was a real thing in the early 60s. 
uh, the idea that anybody could stop by. So uh, it really works well, though, for live streams. So on Thursday nights, I live stream uh, The Eden Show, and you can see it from my website, EdenCastile.com. I have a different musical guest every week. Mm-hmm. I have My MC is my personal lawyer, Dan Shaka. Okay. So not only does he, he get some MC experience, uh, he's my Ed McMahon. I even trained him to say, yes, sir. So Does he have one of those little buttons so he can mute you if something doesn't pass legal? I have one for me. But actually, we did have a segment for a while called Is It Legal with Dan Chaka. Ah. And periodically, he does talk about legal issues on the show. Mm-hmm. And we can say things like, I object. So, But he's really a, a wonderful hand. So then we, uh, we work with the musical guest, and then at the end of every show, we do improv, music improv, where viewers can give suggestions for song titles, and then the musical guest has to make up the song on the spot. Uh-huh. So that's it's a little terrifying, but I love to see musicians have that look of terror in their <laughs> eyes. There's just nothing like it, nothing like it. I've had it myself. Like yeah. that, that look just then. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Like, yeah, yeah totally. Like, yeah. <laughs> but I hey, know. Anybody got some Viagra? My mic there is you falling down here. All right, there's your mic. As long as the audio stream is steady, though, you're... you're Yeah, steady stream. And speaking of steady stream, one of the cool things about the Eden Show is that I play live for the guest wherever they are, Mm -hmm. wherever they are. So this kind of a live stream, all the music is kind of going out this way, which is great. But there's a lot of technology available where performers in different places can make music and send it out at the same time. So that's what I use. Yeah. So my, the guest from the furthest away was uh, California, mm-hmm. but I played live for the singer in California. Nice. So, but it is nice to get to play live right on the stage, too. Yeah. But you mentioned that it was like a creating your own venue. Yes. To have your own podcast. And, yeah. It really is. It's working it and everything, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm amazed that people are willing to do it. Uh, they're all a little scared of the tech at first, but then mm-hmm. uh, they, they realize it works for them. And what I'm hoping a lot of the guests realize is they can use that tech in the future as well, to do exactly what Ed and I are doing, which is kind of build your fan base uh, from right where you are, and then when you go to venues, uh, you've got a built-in audience. Mm -hmm. Do you do musical improv as well, Ed? Uh, You will when you're on your own. You will be. (laughs) I'm going to be doing it pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah. So you're in a group called the Benchwarmers as well, right? Yes. I started that with Keith Munslow. You know, do you know Keith? Yeah, you oh, know yeah. Keith. Yeah, everybody knows Keith. So I, we started and that a, a Empire few. Empire Review. Yeah, Empire Review, which just had its fifteenth anniversary. Yay! All right. So uh, yeah, Keith and I, with another improv piano player from Schenectady mm-hmm. named Mark Merritt, we all played for different improv groups. Improv in Rhode Island is quite good, right? Yeah. So there's the Contemporary Theater Company in Wakefield. That's my home group. Keith was okay. with Pig. Uh, but also has worked with Wage House, late great Wage House. Mm-hmm. And then Mark worked with um, an improv group in Schenectady. So Mopco was his name. Okay. So we, but piano players for improv just have to sit there and play while everybody else is on stage. <laughs> okay. And if you're a performance major like me, you, know, you don't mind doing it, but every once in a while you think, well, wouldn't it be fun to get up there and do it? Oh, that's right, I'm tethered to this piano. Okay. So the three of us got together and thought, well, we could do it. So we had one piano. That was Keith's. And then uh-huh. we basically asked people to do exactly what they did for everybody else. Give us a situation or a location, and the three of us began to improvise. So you rotate who's and on the we piano? rotated who okay. was on the piano. So uh, Keith and I would be in the front. Mark would be playing the piano. And then Keith would walk around and start playing the piano and play oh. the exact same thing. And then Mark would come and be with me. And then I would walk around, and I would pick up the piano part, and Keith and Mark would be out there. Wow. It's a great hat trick. 
All right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Keith, are you watching? We're doing this again. So <laughs> it's hard to get three piano players together in a pandemic, we discovered. Uh-huh. So, but Especially when one's from Schenectady. Schenectady. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we'll probably do it with two at some point, but, but they're great people. Add a guitar. I could. I, I, could. <laughs> I can't play guitar. Ah, Not to save my life, but you're trying to play piano. I give lessons, yeah. I d- yeah, he, he does. He maybe we could do a trade. Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So you'll be on guitar. You'll be on piano. That's going to be one hell of a concert, like, right? Maybe some live streams. I'll skip until you've had a few. Yeah, that oh, was yeah, that was. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. What was I saying about that live streaming and showing all the mistakes? I was a total liar about that. I meant show off the good stuff we do. I'm not going to live stream you teaching me how to play guitar. That might take a few hours. Every time I try, I just, I can't. I so admire all my friends who play guitar. I just, mm-hmm. I, I'm not built for that. Do you guys do other instruments? Well, you know, I, I did study piano, <laughs> but, uh, and I practiced for quite a bit, and that was years ago. Um, there was a, a, a book that was out of Berkeley that's no longer published, and it went through all the changes and all the uh, you know, the chord tensions and you know all the standard stuff, and in every key, you know, and it was pretty tedious. And I practiced, but uh, it takes a lot to keep up two instruments at that level. You mm-hmm. know, so I chose to stick with the guitar, and the only kind of music I play on the piano now is pretty much uh, like. Uh, oh, Cajun, Zydeco it? type stuff. Yeah, Professor Cajun, Longhair, Zydeco, maybe yeah. Professor Long, maybe some uh, what they call whorehouse music. <laughs> <you know. Yeah>. Okay, <laughs> that's a song we have to write in. That's a song we have to write. Welcome to the yeah yeah. <laughs> so w- aside from that, what's next for the coeds? What is what next? We? We've got some gigs coming up. Okay. Uh, we're at the Carriage Inn in North Kingstown on August 21st, Saturday okay. night, 7 to 10. We are at Nicanies on Thursday, October 14th. So those two. In September, we're, I think we're live streaming throughout. So, But we are available to play at okay. all kinds of functions. We will play estate sales, uh, weddings, fairs, fairs festivals, festivals, corporate events, corporate events, Dentist offices, uh, layoffs, um, <laughs> uh, grocery stores. Private parties. Private parties. Book us now for Christmas and uh, Hanukkah and uh, maybe High Holy Days. I don't know if you need us. So we're available. Okay. You, you've, you've dropped a whole bunch of albums during the pandemic too, right? Are, are yes, those? and I'm so flattered you said dropped. <laughs> that made me feel so pro. Okay. Thank you. There you go. (laughs) Yes. So uh, my students, my clients are are wonderful performers, and we often perform at the Pump House um, Uh down in Peacedale. That's really close to my house. But in the pandemic, since everything stopped, I had all these uh, singers ready to go and no place to perform. So we decided Mm -hmm. to turn our performance into an album. And everybody out there who's ever released an album is now laughing uproariously, like, did you have any idea how hard it was? No. That's why I said I was going to release an album, right? So we did. It was called Six Feet from Stardom. And it came out in June of 2020. It was all covers, and it's available on SoundCloud and through EdenCastile.com. Mm-hmm. Then uh, that went so well that we decided to uh, do it again. So this time they wrote. So Holly Days came out in December of last year, and that was all originals. And that's on Bandcamp. And then the third one, Peace Dale Hayride Volume 2, is all country songs, and that okay. came out in May. And all those are available on Bandcamp right now. 
was Peacedale an inspiration for that in particular? It was. Yeah. So the, we had done a, a concert of uh, cover tunes at uh, Pump House in October of 2019. That was the last live showcase my clients did. Uh, and it was really fun. It was called Peacedale Hayride. So if we're going to do another one, we're going to call it Volume 2. Uh-huh. And I thought it would make it sound like a real country album that there's a volume too. Yeah. But these more are epic. more yeah. epic, right? Yeah. So these are everyday, you know, singers and people who came in for voice lessons, but they also want to be writers. They also want to be performers. They want to share. Cool. So uh, we had a, I dare say, had a great time during the pandemic, getting together on Zoom and writing. Uh-huh. And then all of the musicians came and recorded safely in my house, and and then we released. So you said it, is it mostly covers, or is it mostly original, or is it a mix? The first album was covers, covers. and then the, the other two are original. all originals. All originals. All Excellent. originals. So Holly Days has a lot of holiday-themed ones, mostly you know Christmas season. Uh, but there's one song on there that's by my personal MC Dan, that's called uh, What Are You Doing, Rosh Hashanah Eve? So, okay. because that was his holiday. Yeah. So that, we're going to be dropping that as a single coming up here for High Holy Days in the Fall. We should do one. Right? We should do one. Yeah. A holiday album? Oh, well, I'll, yeah. Or anything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, any, any okay. Album, any okay. Album. We've got a few months. We've got we've a little got time. Some, we've got some we stuff in the can. Yeah, we got it. And then all the country oh. ones are also out. And those are, we're right now making videos for each of those to release over the fall. And Ed, are you, are you in any other <laughs> performance arrangements? Or? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, as, a, as a group that I play with, uh, uh, three, maybe three times a month at the most. You know, it's a very nice, uh, easy schedule. Uh-huh. Uh, the Blue FOs, some fellows that I played <laughs> with in the 80s. Uh, okay. We had a resurgence of a band called the Tombstone Blues Band. It uh, was uh, led by Ken Lyon. Uh-huh. Rest in peace. And um, so it's uh, three of us are you know from that band, and we're, we're having some fun just playing the blues. And, uh-huh. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, there's a couple of other things coming up, you know, just fill-ins for people that are... That are uh, not able to do a gig or something like that. So, yeah, I'm so available. You know, cool. The Blue FOs. I mean, is that an opportunity for Alien? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's actually <laughs> where I that came that, from. Right. Like, oh, it's like this. It's like right? my mic is very tired, but yeah. I can. I can go. People of Earth, we have <laughs> intercepted your radio waves and learned your language. Please look us up and. Find the blue FOs. Hey, Mr. Spaceman, won't you please take me along? I won't do anything wrong. Okay. I'm sorry. All right. I'm sorry. So look for the blue FOs, look for the co eds. Mm-hmm. Um, any Insta handles or anything like that that you want to share? Facebook, the co eds, because we're Facebook. Okay. Well, I, I, mean, fa- I found out right. before the recent. Uh, <laughs> Googling co-eds can get you some interesting results that are not you guys. This is true. <laughs> this is true. I, I, I can't help with that. And if you have family around when you're Googling co-eds, I'm sorry. But Co-eds Rhode Island, probably. Co-eds Rhode Island. That can work. forward to seeing you all. Yes. Sometime soon in the near future. Right. So edvalley.com, edencastile.com is also how you can find us for our various projects, both separately and together. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. This is thank been you really for fun. having us. Yeah. Well, thank, thanks all around. This is great. Real thank honor. you, Parlor. Thank you so much for having us. We love watching your live streams, and it's been fun to be part of this one. Great. So, uh, again, thanks. Uh, this is Motifs Between the Notes. Thank you to R1 Entertainment Center, Trinity Beer Garden, 
the parlor and all of you for watching and, and listening.